welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Well, Professor. And Annette. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 115. And I am noticed to lead off that Annette changed her idea of a moniker at the last second. Well, I have to be who I am at my core first. And then, you know, through drinking, maybe the other <laughs> side will come out. I'll find, find who fair. I really am. That's fair. Um, today, we are, we are finishing our adventure at sleepaway camp. Um, <laughs> and I only say that because it has taken, what, seven or eight months now, I suppose, to finish beer camp. But that's because we're very easily distracted. Uh, when well, it comes we didn't want to do it all at once either. We intended to break it up and it would be Yeah, because it would be a long month of beer four camp. Four podcasts in a row of beer camp. So we are, we are finishing it up, bringing up the rear of beer camp right now. Learning how to swim or something. I don't know. Beer camp sounds like an amazing place. I, it does. I would go to there. I, uh, huzzah to that. Agreed. Uh, very exciting today. I know we love to talk about our glassware, but we are all drinking out of the same glass tonight. Yes. Might be a first time. Dun, dun, I think it's exactly the first time. Uh, and the glass we are drinking out of is our very first promotional merchandise item. Uh, Behind door number one. It has, it's a 13 ounce Belgian beer glass. It's not quite a tulip glass. It's more that nice bulbous goblet. Goblet. Um, actually, I think this one has a very nice weight. Yeah. It's not flimsy. And it's, it's got the dashing rogue sun with our logo and our phrasing on it. And we only have 144 of them to give out to <laughs> our closest friends. So, um, not enough. I'm a close friend. I actually wanted to buy more, to be honest. But then once the boxes showed up, I was really glad we only got 144 because they're a little bulky, you know, in bulk. So it's what are we drinking first, Professor? Uh, we are starting off with the Chico King Pale Ale. Uh, and this is a collaboration between Sierra Nevada, obviously, and Three Floyds Brewing Company. They're out in Indiana. It's a uh, 6.5 ABV and uh, only 45 IBUs. It's just a pale ale. That makes sense. It is a pale ale. Uh, it's nice because they're both known for their pale ales as, uh, as like their flagship beers. So they went together and made their very own I collaborative. Hope it, I hope it tastes like Torpedo. Torpedo is phenomenal, isn't it? I love that. Not quite a pale ale. Uh, I think this is really, really nice, actually. And I don't think it's very torpedo-y because of the low IBUs. It's actually very palatable, super balanced. Um, I thought for having a net on and having your first thing be a potentially hoppy beer. Wait, I thought you didn't like hoppy beers. I don't. Right. Technically, but I just like torpedo, which is like one of the hoppiest beers ever. But it's. Like Shannon said, it's incredibly well balanced and it's very it, palatable. That's the best word that I can think of. It's the first time that I had a pale ale. I went, oh, I could probably drink this. Now, have you guys had Three Floyds before? I don't believe I ever have. I have read so much about them recently, but I don't think they distribute to Pennsylvania or at least not Philadelphia area because I do not believe I've had their stuff before and especially I, not their unique stuff maybe in these collaborations but um, for myself I shall say it's a new experience I have not had three Floyds in fact I hadn't even heard of three Floyds until this evening 
Okay. So. How do you feel after a sip or two? It's very nice. Uh, it's not like an IPA that the hops linger in your mouth. Well, and it's not an IPA. It's pale ale. Right. But still, there's pale ale in, you know, the term IPA. Sure. <laughs> an IPA is basically a pale ale <coughs> on steroids. On hops, if you will. Same difference. Uh, I don't like this as much as I thought I was going to. I feel like it's a little... I think it's lovely. It's very in the center of the tongue. It's, um... It's almost a little sweet on the nose, which I don't love. That part I do like. Yeah, I, I do too, I think. It fools me a little bit. Like, it makes me think, oh, this could be... It's not complex, which is okay, because not every beer has to be, no. you know, a novel. Some of them can be a short story and still be very satisfying. I'm trying to identify what the smell reminds me of. It reminds me of another beer that I love, and I can't think of which one it is. It is, though. It's super sweet. Like, I'd almost expect it to be a triple or something on the That's... sweetness of the, the nose. They have some very interesting names for their beers here. They being Three Floyds? Yes. Sorry. Tell us more. Uh, well, they have a Scottish-style ale that they've called Robert the Bruce. Nice. Um, they have an Imperial India Pale Ale, which they have. It's the Dreadnought, which is kind of cool. Uh, Zombie Dust, a pale ale. Sounds right up our alley. Uh, yeah, right. Apocalypse Cow is their double India pale Cow, ale. like moo cow? Yeah. Nice. I would think that'd be a great name for a stout. Um, Alpha Claws or is their Christmas beer. The Dark Lord is their Russian Imperial Stout. I don't know, just some fun sounding <laughs> stuff. It is, uh, the Dark Lord is one of their most sought after beers. Very high alcohol content. It's not even listed actually. Uh, the ABV, that is. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I was just looking through the names of their beers to see if I, I recognized any uh, as beers I've had, but I did not. All you have to do is solve a common core math problem, and you will figure out what the ABV of their stout is. Ridiculous. I don't have any of that information. <laughs> there are times where I wish that I was back in school. Right now, no. I never. Sure don't never wish that I were back in school. I realized it was a different in a difference in generation for me because my mother talks all the time about how her high school years were the best years of her life and I'm like no, mine were torture. I would not go back and do that for anything. Mm -hmm. Once and done. Thank you very much. There are things I would do differently if oh, yeah, I had to do over but to daydream about the chance to do them over? No. <laughs> no thank you. I had a great time in college. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, like I'm really happy. College. Rewind. High school. Well, high school? No. Yeah, that's college. our point. Like, my mother didn't go to college, so she can't use that as a litmus test for. Say litmus. Isn't it litmus? Litmus. Yes. It's also licorice. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One day we'll learn. You're right. <laughs> So I'm confused why you don't like it, because I think it's delightful. It's not inspiring. I want it to be more refreshing and less sweet, I guess. Just for myself. I don't think it's a poorly made beer. I wouldn't want to drink another one, though. 
fair. And you're only drinking a third of one right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, perfect. Very happy with that amount. Nettie, you can maybe pocket the other one of these beers and... It's your, your road soda. Yeah. <laughs> my road soda. You just yeah. throw it on the fire while you drive by. <laughs> Put it right next to my, my spit cup. <laughs> spit cup. <laughs> oh, in the horse and buggy. <laughs> yep. With the Bose stereo inside. <laughs> Go thumping by with my Clydesdale. That's that like awesome. the noisiest thing that happens in the country. Is the Amish with their really loud. No, not the click. click. No, no, they they have like the performance speakers inside of these things. Are they even allowed to do that? I sure. don't understand. Yes, it depends on the bishop. House. Yeah, that's true. I don't the, know. They have bishops? Yes. Sure. And that's up fun. until they're 18, they can pretty much do whatever they want. And then they have to choose. Whether or not like they a, want I to be in. it was like a two-year period. Where they, they have Rome Springer. Yeah. Yes. Before and that, they got to like. The show Amish Mafia is crap. I know you people want to believe it. Oh it's All I know is I saw a real. tiny boy driving down the road in a tiny cart with, <laughs> with a tiny, tiny pony horse. the other day. <laughs> and it flipped me out. And I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> it was. He was so low to the ground. He was only what, like. It, lo- it looked like a Red Rider, like, cart. <laughs> With a little pony attached to yeah. it and a tiny little boy just like out on his own driving down the street. And I was just. Yeah, it's like having I just a big wheel. I wanted to turn around. I was like a block from your house and I just wanted to turn around and go home. It's <laughs> honestly, it, it's the Irish, or Irish, the, the Irish. Amish equivalent hey, of, a, uh, of a big wheel. What's the Irish equivalent of a big wheel? I don't know. Probably like extra homemade stout? incendiary device. <laughs> That's not nice. You did not want to turn around and go home. You we wanted just celebrated to knock him off Patrick's the day. cart so that you could take the horse. And Why would off? I want a horse? All they do is eat stuff. And like, it's not like I could ride it. It was too tiny. <laughs> it was. It was like the size of my dog. It really was. Horses can carry up to like 20 times their weight. You know that, right? I, I don't know. Even little tiny ponies? Yeah. But Are they like ants? It's still a horse. It's not like when I it's mean, no I longer. I don't think that, that horse could have supported me. It doesn't become be, an emu when it's tiny. Like he it's might be wheezing by the time he gets you to the door, but he could do it. I was, I was in a car. It was way faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sped right by that little kid. I was like, <laughs> Can we make a new reality show where the professor goes to... Horrible places. <laughs> an Amish beer camp? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Seriously, though. Do they had, even drink beer? Well, all I know is we had some Amish knock on our door a couple of weeks ago, and the man, his name was Levi. Ezekiel. No, uh, no, his name was Levi. His wife's name is Emma. They live just down the street. Um, Emma. That's such like a normal name. They would like to move next door, and they were asking us about the property. And after we did not answer their questions, because we're new here, it's not like we were being evasive. We didn't know any of the answers to their questions, but tried to point them to people who knew the area better. Uh, he points at my door because um, I'm not very good at having things like wreaths or welcome mats, but I have on my side door this lovely little thing with a bunch of grapes and some bells on it that says, like, what, great friends, good wine, good times. Good times. He goes, I love that. That's delightful. And when we came inside, I looked at Jason and I said, is that, is that, a, was he mocking me? And he goes, oh my God, no, they drink all the time. I was like, oh, okay. Or wine, at least. I don't know. Blood of Christ and all that. I don't know. <laughs> they do make their own fruit wines. Wow, that sounds sweet. 
Maybe it's the Pennsylvania wine that oh, I... Oh, speaking of sweet and wines and mead and stuff, we went to a thing. Is that, that was the going? best segue ever. Is that where you were going with that? That's I, where I was going with it. I was going to get there eventually. I just didn't know where in the beer progression we What did. thing? We went to a cask festival in Allentown. Which is my old stomping grounds. Fantastic, you guys. We were up at Fegley's Brew Works. Fegley's yes. Brew Works is, yep, uh, in right Allentown. Right on that street in Allentown that Fegley's is on. Yes. Hamilton Street? Probably. Yep. Um, and well, the thing is, we were trying to get into town. Okay, so best story ever. Uh, worst story worst ever. Worst story ever. Um, we were, so we looked at how to get there. And it just made more sense for me to go pick up Ian and then for us to drive north because it was only like 20 extra minutes. Right. Versus driving all that way alone and then driving did back after the Did you go up the Northeast festival. Extension? Sure did. Like and then missed the Lehigh Valley exit no. because it wasn't marked in the rain and the sideways. There was just like a green sign with an arrow, but no sign that was like, this is this exit. So the green it's sign It's not like, hey, arrow. Allentown's here. It was just like, this is an exit if you were going to take one that might go somewhere. Yeah. So how far up did you go before well, we you had to go another like, 20 go, miles? Yeah, 20 yeah. miles, turn around, exit. come back. That you was, were in that section. <laughs> and then when we got back, horrible. we went yeah. into town and all the roads were blocked off. And we we're like, oh my God, is this festival so big that they blocked off all the major roads? It was not. No, it was it probably was like flooded. A concert. No, no, it was like a concert or something. Yeah, it was either a like concert or like out. a WWE thing or something. I was yeah. reading later. Where was it at? at? In Allentown? At Fegley's Brew Works. Like the no, no, three no. story. The other stuff was not. At no, oh, that was probably at Crocodile Rock. I don't know. It was nearby, though, because <laughs> like like all the streets leading up there were blocked off. Yeah. So that was a little tragic, and it was not a great or auspicious start to our day. We said as we turned around, if we miss it again, we're just we're going just home. Going. <laughs> we're just going to keep trying. <laughs> Over this. Because we didn't care all that much. We, we, were, we were looking for an excuse in the first place. But anyhow, we did not find that excuse. We did it, make it to Fegley's, and we had a very nice time um, trying out many different cask beers from... There, Probably 30 or 40 different breweries. 30? Yes. Okay. Uh, there were two floors uh, and then a number of other vendors as well, just selling other, uh, lots of pork product. <laughs> yeah, and, right. Uh, like salty. bacon and, yeah. um, like bacon in all forms. And then there was like the nut Jerky. roasty people, but also put bacon in their nuts can i say Did that put bacon in their nuts <laughs> <No>. what <laughs> um Didn't we do have safe. some cayenne almonds for you to try they're kind of fantastic mm. maple bacon cayenne yeah, almonds. is really that good. it that sounds really Something good like that. yeah chipotle maybe chipotle yes there's some i think spice. that's even like their name some serious spice um so very good i had a nice time um this is the first time and this they is had a couple meads up there worth acknowledging for my sake mm -hmm. the first time that we've ever gone to a beer festival where we tried every beer at the festival nice um but because of the cask <coughs> limitation pretty much every place only had one beer right instead of you know offering an array and then we would switch off like we'd each fill up our sample glass and then share it so that it was more attainable um, if you guys enjoyed that, then you would enjoy uh, Music Fest in the summer. It's beautiful up there. Music Fest is at the Bethlehem. It's up in Bethlehem, and Bethlehem Brew Works has really good deals, really good food. But it's the same family essentially. I was Bethlehem Brew Works was first, and then 
they branched into Allentown and Segley's. I was not impressed by the food, but in their defense, it was a like it was an Irish buffet that came with a ticket. Mm-hmm. Which so, I didn't even know about, and I was starving, so I was just like, "There's food here. That's great." Um, <laughs> I ate like two and a half plates and of mac and seconds. cheese. It was crazy. He, I put mine down. He goes, "Are you gonna eat that? I'll eat your mac and cheese," which is not at all like him. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think I'd eaten that day or whatever. And I was just like, "Yeah, I should probably eat something before going to this." There was one winery meadery, and then there was the place that had mead, um, and it was hilarious because we split up, like because we each had like only one vendor on that floor that we hadn't been to yet. Mm. And I went to the mead guy, and Ian went to the other side of the room. And when I went to the mead guy, he's like, "Okay, you, I'm, you don't want what I have." I was like, okay, um, <laughs> what do you have? And he goes, oh, well, we call it the Earl. And I was like, tell me more. And because he says, Earl. It's Earl Grey infused mead. And I was like, I have so much Earl Grey at my desk and in my house. And my I love Earl Grey. It's my favorite tea ever. And he looks across the floor and he goes, you, you don't want to hang out with that man anymore. I have a whole six still of this Earl Grey. <laughs> We should just go sneak away together. And I was like, never mind. Fill up my little sample glass and let me run away, please. Um, Was it it worth every delicious (sighs) drop, I hope? It had every herbaceousness that you would expect, like the floral aspects of the Earl Grey. But the mead portion, for my sake, was just so sweet. Yeah. Like, I would never take Earl Grey and put three teaspoons of honey in it. Like, I just wouldn't do that. And well, then you lose the bergamot that way. Um, yeah, I might do one. Like, I would. I, I thought it was very inspired, and there's probably an awesome way to do it, but that wasn't necessarily my my taste. I will on, say, yes, go ahead. On a side note, I had a uh, tea-infused wine, Shannon, that oh. you would love. Was it a Better white? Blanc? No, it wasn't a Shannon Blanc. Uh, <clears throat> it was from... It sounds like you're being racist when you call it a Shannon Blanc. And I just, I'm like, it sounds like white Shannon. No? Okay. Why is that racist? A. It's, well, first it's B. true. Second of all. Yeah. Hey, I tan well, thank you. You do tan well. It's not racist I'm, it's true, right? As a Latina, I'm jealous of the way you tan. So... <laughs> um, wow, I'm going to wear that with a badge of honor. Uh, you should. Are you a defective Latina? <laughs> well, I'm half Latina and half white girl. So, there you go. I'm... I'm only all German, so I shouldn't tan. It's all those days I'm in the fields. To do. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have a you have a non-offensive story to tell. I shouldn't yes, get in your well, way. It's it's uh, we went to the Kennet Mushroom Festival. Yes. Oh. And we went to we got the ticket that we had we got to taste all of the mushroom soups and then the wines to go along with it. And my favorite uh, soup was from a Spanish tapas bar in Delaware, I think. Interesting. And uh, the way that they finished their soup was with um, mushroom truffle oil. Yum. And uh, they had Spanish paprika in the soup. So it was a little bit of a bite and a little bit of heat in like a classic mushroom soup that I'd never had before. And I was, it was so good. I want all of these things. I love mushroom soup. It was fantastic. It's so my favorite. It was so good. And, um, the wine that we had that was my favorite was from Paradox Vineyard. Okay. And it's tea-infused wine. 
No, no. Paradox like actually comes in a paint can. Yeah, they wait, come, well, I know it's them. a paint can, and then there's the one, the tea infused one is a bag. It's like the inside, like when you buy a box wine, essentially. Right. Yeah. They have proven that your wine stays fresher and tastes better when it's in a vacuum air. sealed bag. Right. Yeah. It doesn't oxidize. So they don't even bother with the box. They just give you the bag. Pretty much. So they're cutting down Could on you, cost. Oh my gosh. And it's a bag with a handle. You totally do like the hospital thing and just hang my bag of wine. <laughs> Now it that I think like of it, you probably could. <laughs> we should Let's, we should tell Matt and Steph about this. This is kind of fantastic. Get one of those, you know, baseball hats and have a bag of wine off of each oh side. With and a then straw. let gravity work for That would be a fun like party theme. Sure would. I am, my brain is going a mile a minute right now. I am but loving it was, the it idea. But it was truly it was iced tea and wine. It was the most refreshing thing and dangerous thing so was it just black tea like just plain old standard what you'd expect the one like sun tea yes of? yes okay. more like a sun tea type but it was so refreshing and dangerous is the only thing i can think of because if it's one of those things you sit in your backyard well, and if, if you're sitting the outside in the heat and accidentally drink all of it the entire bag <laughs> the entire bag of wine and I then you stand up and try to walk in your house and that's where the dangerous part comes in Sharp objects. Can you pour more beer, please? I can pour more beer. This has been a very dry Shall we move on to the next so one? Well, there's water, so it's not that dry. I mean. Wow. How many times have you guessed our... Oh, you're, stop. You're promoting the, the benefits of water? I am. Why, you're supposed to have lots of water. Are you, though? <laughs> there's mm. water in beer. One of the basic it's ingredients. It's like pretty much all water. Not. Yes. So hops and there's alcohol. Yeah, but like the base of everything is water. Exactly, including the human body. So guess what you exactly. should put in Exactly, so you don't need any more. You're beer. already made up almost <laughs> entirely of water. <laughs> what are we having next, sir? Uh, next up, we have the There and Back English-style bitter. See, they can't call it There and Back again because... They can't. It is TM'd, though. 40 IBUs, so even less and 5.6 ABV. And this is uh, paired with New Glarus, who we actually had one of their beers once. We were lucky enough to, um, it was after one of our media dinners, and somebody oh, had a- after the mainline dish? Yes. Wow. Because they had a great collection. Right, but they brought, it was uh, the, the guy that came, I don't remember his name, um, but, but he assists places with their pairing. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. And he's a seller as well. Yeah. And uh, he had the, it was a, a lambic, I believe. I, it was I very, know. very cordially fruit forward and very delicious. Can I tell you, for some reason, there's something about the color of this beer that as it fills the glass, it delights me that our abbreviated logo is a sunshine. I think it's appropriate for at least half of us. Two thirds. <laughs> exactly. Sure. At least two thirds of us. One of us is a little bit more like a rain cloud. Feels like a Winnie the Pooh episode. Hmm. How is it? Because you're making a face, and last time you didn't make a face, and I thought oh. you'd make a face. Jason makes the best faces. You know what? I need to stop having expectations when I read a label. I think that's because it says, is this the bitter? Mm -hmm. This is the bitter. I don't get bitter. But it tastes English. 
oh, it's English, but I don't taste bitter. Well, but I think an English bitters isn't what I would expect from like a American bitters, if that even makes sense. So it's not an ESB. Again, not an IPA. I really, wow. Look, we've rendered Your whole world is being turned upside down. Aren't you well, glad we went to camp? <clears throat> this is almost like the Sours episode. Because this classic English style bitter is a complex mix of toasty malt and fruity herbal hops. I would agree with that. I like the fruity hops more than I like the citra hops. Really? You're the opposite Citrus of us. Citrus fruit. 5.6. Right, but the citra hops that everybody is, like the grapefruity. Yeah. But what's the second part of that word? Grapefruit. I understand. Fruit. Thank you, Professor. For my educational <laughs> detour. How do you think he got that name? Syntax. For real. Detour. Really it, disappointing. It's like beer camp and they're traveling across the world and we're taking a little detour. You can roll with that, sure. That's exactly. Roll with my homies. Don't. You're whiter than both of us. Don't roll with your homies. Uh, so was Elton and what's her name from Clueless? Alicia Silverstone? No, the friend. Oh, I was going with Alicia too. There's always a friend, and nobody ever the friend remembers that they had to the do, like, friend's the name. Oh, D? the redheaded? No. Girl, no, D was the African-American friend. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. She was, like, the new girl. The fact that the guy in this group is referencing Clueless is awesome. She had the crush on Paul Rudd. Didn't she die? No, at least she's, well, yeah. What? The girl that they did the makeover on. In the movie? Yes. No. Brittany Murphy. Yes. Was it Brittany Murphy? Yes. Yes. I don't think she died. Wait, yes, like she in did. real life, Brittany? Yeah. Yes. No yes. shit. Oh, oh my god, god. really? <laughs> and the education of the professor begins. <laughs> when did she die? Ages ago. Like three years Ages ago? Ages ago. Three years I ago. I mean, <laughs> two very different well, numbers. Well, but in terms well, of how young she how was. You yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was a while ago. And by three years, I mean we're going to look it up later and find out that, you know, we'll have to see. But. I believe, thanks to the magic of technology, Ian has some Brittany Murphy fun facts for us. <laughs> I know there were lots of people who were very sad when it happened. I feel like it's like a Heath Ledger surprise thing. It's yeah, our she was. Generation she was only thirty-two. She died in uh, two thousand and nine. So so six years ago. Six years ago. Er, yeah, five Crazy. six years ago. Yeah. But anyway, clueless. That. I don't know. Rolling with my homies, Elton, Brittany Murphy. We're done. This is such a unnecessary tangent. Was it Elton? Was about. that the, his name? Yes. Not Paul Rudd's character. The no, the other one. The asshole. Yeah. Guy that she had a crush on. That she had a crush on. Because it was the '90s, so you could be an Elton. Why not? I think sure. it was Elton. I don't. I think you're right, or something at least that rhymes with it. Like it sounds very familiar yeah. to me. Yeah. Anyway, ESBs aren't my favorite either. However, it's still very nice. I th I, there is nothing so far that we have encountered in the beer camp that has been like a wrinkle up my nose or pour it out kind of beer. No, well, like, I mean, it's, none of them have it's been, all Sierra Nevada, which is yeah. a very awesome brewery with other very awesome breweries. So I'm not thinking like... None of them are necessarily pushing the envelope, but even for things like the, there was like the tropical Maybach and like styles that I would never seek out, they were still done solidly. So, I, I mean, next year, if we get our hands on another beer camp, I'd do it. Yeah, for sure. 
I don't know that we would have to podcast about it all all over again, but I would definitely enjoy it, I think. We could maybe like drink the first 12 and then pick the 12 that we like the best and podcast about, or pick, you know, whatever ones we like the best out of those and podcast about them. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. So, I like beer camp. I think it's a really cool idea, and I think that... Someday we should win a trip there, yes. Yeah, we can just follow them on the bus. (laughs) Even better. I mean, I was thinking of going there when they're brewing, but it's way better if it's done rather than watch it happen. I, I think yes. It's like, you know, watching the finality of a reality show. You don't have to actually live in the house. You can just enjoy the... Sit back and watch it all unfold. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to say I like the pale ale better, but that's my taste, I think, more than quality. This one lingers in my mouth a little too much. That's what I thought about the last one. That just kind of sat. This one's a different kind of bitter, considering the IBUs. Very low. Just comparing the two in the IBU realm, um, it it tastes more bitter and less balanced to me. But that's also, you know, it's it's an English style. It is a bitter. So I think there are a couple of foods in my repertoire I would really enjoy this with. But on its own, it's a little much. Bacon and Brussels sprouts. I mean, that Sounds goes good with, with anything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I would drink sweat with bacon and Brussels sprouts Gross. and enjoy it. That's that, the she most said that. horrible thing I think you've ever... Oh, I have that flavor in my mouth now. <laughs> You're welcome. There is like maybe two opportunities in which sweat is a desirable thing to have. When you drank oh. too much last s- night we're gonna it's stop already alcoholic. Right there. We can't stop right there. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was just, just thinking like a hot summer day and you don't you know, do lemonade. you don't do summer, so no. check one off. Um, and number two was inappropriate for yeah, a PG thirteen sure. rating. Yep. So we're just gonna leave that sit at the door. Because mm-hmm. we knew or where hot that was yoga. Going. I don't know. He started hot yoga-ing. Do you like it? I do like it. I know all of one position <laughs> of yoga. It's called downward dog, which I didn't understand fully until I got a dog. And now I'm like, oh, now yeah. Now you get it. Can't do that either. Hot yoga, was it, that was the most I have sweat as a human being. Yeah, no, it's pretty. Because, whoa. How hot is it? Like, is it Not awful. It's like, like he, almost 100 degrees. 98 Something like that. So it's kind of like body temperature-y. Correct. Sure, but in a stifling room. with The way that they encourage you. 27 married women. If you really, truly embrace the breathing, it very quickly becomes aerobic. You're not necessarily jumping around and, you know, getting your heart rate up that way, but just by breathing, it's very cleansing. And you feel amazing when you're done. Also, you want to, you know, eat a... Small animal. Like a rabbit. That would be delicious. Did you just snap at me? Yes. Every click that out. <laughs> yes. Everyone. You, you know those don't really come through. I'm hearing the everyone. I get that you can hear them, but like nobody else would. <laughs> just saying. An hour of your life, that's all I asked for. Mm-hmm. No, that's not all you asked for. <laughs> In this present moment. Mm. This present moment. Let's get back to the podcast. With this beer here in my hand, I wish it could last forever. 
No? It's an oldie. I can't picture him embracing an oldie. Perhaps. Really? Because we just had a conversation and about... <laughs> and we're back. Jump the root. Sorry. Hot yoga has been delightful. Very much looking forward to going back again soon. So here's my question, and I'm going to play the Jason in this scenario. Okay. Because Jason on our podcast is so often the one asking the questions that we hear from our listeners are like the burning entry-level questions that they have, but they feel bad for having them. So in this case, no pun intended with the burning questions about hot yoga, but I am not sure other than the fact that it's between 98 and 100 degrees and I know what downward dog is, what is involved in hot yoga other than sweating? Is it, I couldn't imagine myself, like what would be the situation, hey, I walked in with a yoga mat that I bought at Walmart and I'm guessing a towel and some water, but then what happens? Like, help? There's an instructor who leads you through a series of... Practices. Practices, great and term. And if you don't know what the things <coughs> are that she's then saying... you look to your left and your right and you see everyone else doing it. Right. And you I do your best. usually watch when she and says it. And they don't it. judge or they don't care? Absolutely not. You, and the, the instructor usually comes over and will ask you, do you mind if I help right. you into the move so that you feel it in the proper way? Because downward dog is something that if you see people doing yoga, you go, oh, I, that's yoga. But most people are more advanced and don't know that if you actually, if you're stretching in your shoulders and your back, you're not doing it right. You have to get blocks like my, the instructor that I had gave me blocks to put me up on a higher plane, and I felt it where I was supposed to, which is hips and the back of your You're legs. You're supposed to like lift with your belly button, kind of. Yeah. Ian it's said fantastic. amazing things about child's pose. Oh, I Very love child's pose. That's like the resting position, yeah. and it still hurts. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're still stretching. It hurts less than all the rest. <laughs> I will say there's times where I... I'm just fascinated because you hate working out, but you seem to have really embraced this. So that's saying something. It's like an hour and 15 minutes, these classes. And I'm always... Like the first 30 minutes, I feel like, are like, oh man, this is really long. And then I feel like 10 minutes later, they're like, and we're done. And I'm like, well, where did the rest of the time go? Uh, Because once you get into it, you're just like... And then afterwards, I'm always feeling really relaxed. I like sometimes almost fall asleep at the very, very end. They just have you lay there with your eyes closed, and I'm like, this is mm-hmm. very peaceful. One of my really, really good, good crunchy hippie Navasana. friends got into mm-hmm. yoga, like seriously got into yoga, so and to the point where when she was pregnant, she did it up until like two weeks before she gave birth. It's and really good. It helps. She to said it was the, the only muscles. thing that kept her sane because I guess it was the namaste and the you know like. You don't think about anything else. <coughs> you focus so on I the breath in and the breath out. I don't go in for any of that like crunchy granola crap. That I believe. Uh, and one of Not my that your life isn't hectic and you couldn't use the calming. Have we talked about yoga on here before? Not that I know of. Because like one of the first classes I went to, I was very like standoffish and just like I'm here because I hear it's a good thing to do. And you had like, a free coupon. Yeah, pretty much. And like all these people were like coming in and they were like real bubbly and it was real early in the morning and I only slept a couple hours. Honey, 9 a.m. is not real early in the morning. Okay, well when you bartend and get home at 3 it is. Hmm. Early for me. And they're like, they're just like so excited to be there. And one of them's like, this is more fun than going to a bar with your friends. 
And immediately, and I looked went, at her. Oh. And I just wanted to slap her and be like, "You're wrong." Uh, and like, I should have left. Right, I should have left right then, because I was just like, "No." But aren't you glad you didn't? Because now you really enjoy this. I I enjoy it well enough. It will never be more fun than going to oh. a bar with my friends. Right. I appreciate your sensibilities were insulted by that. <clears throat> I just, you're still the Ian that became my friend three years ago. So thank you for not losing who you are. No, I won't. it's almost four years ago. Ugh, so long. Gracious. I think it's more than that. Episode no. No wonder May, I've gotten so good. May will be four years. May will be four. Hey, and we'll be and working together. And two of you wouldn't again. have met if it wouldn't be for. It's true. Yeah. We're working together again this year, and we're actually making not terrible money this year. Can time. we drink out of these cups? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. sure. Like all day. If, what the, that fair. big glass one? I wouldn't. Just walk I mean, around fair. If for more drinking beer, right? If for crawl. the only but thing that it's it. glass. But the king and queen work out of stuff. How about this? Let's bring the um, the pitcher he made us. Sit it next to that, and like I'll have the little feminine one, and you can have the big masculine one. And we'll just yeah, yeah it'll be epic. Sounds awesome. All right, beer number three. What do we got other than dark and delicious by the look of it? Beer number three is. Malliard's Odyssey, an Imperial Dark Ale. Malliard? Like M-A-I-L-L-A-R-D. Mallard? No. Maillard. Maillard's Odyssey. 40 IBUs again, 8.5 ABV, and it's You're brewed welcome. with Bell's Brewery. I love Bell's. I love Bell's. Rich, dark, and roasty. Three that was our shared vision, and Maillard's Odyssey is exactly that. But Taking its name in part from the famed Maillard reaction to the browning of sugars and amino acids that creates the wonderful caramelized toffee-like and roasted flavors so abundant in this beer. I hope you taste like caramel. Ooh, I had a very nice... It smells like burnt sugar. Um, the Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. I had some, some guests come in the other evening, namely uh, Real Professor Chris. His, his lovely wife and they are always up for trying something new and we had just gotten this bottle in and so I poured a little bit for us both to share and it was excellent. Chris did not like it at all uh, but it had a <laughs> very... it didn't come in a girly glass. It had a lot of like butterscotch notes to it which I quite I don't enjoyed. like mm. butterscotch. I love butterscotch. For as much mm. as I even cook with it and serve it Butterscotch to me is like the white chocolate of desserty flavors. It's too sweet with no like balance. That being said, this beer for me is the most disappointing of the night. And when you described them before we started, this was the most promising of the night. Um, the body and the week. Yeah. Especially considering that Sierra Nevada makes narwhal and bells makes kalamazoo and expedition yes like they know how to make a stout and this is a little thin and when you poured it it had a beautiful head it was a little um it's just about gone now it it wasn't creamy it definitely had like big bubbles to it and i don't know how to describe it for the the audience at home and i mean if i move my glass you can still see it but it's for the most part it's entirely gone um, it's got a nice coffee-ish 
coffee-ish. Like I had it's black burnt. coffee this morning. It, I taste the burnt. Is... That's what Maybe I taste. Maybe I just like Starbucks. Sure. Everyone yeah. always says it's burnt. Well roasted, robust. Double roasted. This okay. So in this the is coffee, none of those things. In in the coffee realm that I'm used to, this is. There's the medium roast, you know, there's a light roast for there's breakfast. The blonde and this would be the equivalent of like either a French or an Italian roast as far as the malt is concerned in here. It's darker. It's not it's not a chocolate. It's not a Sure. There's nothing burnt to it. Oh, there's I taste no burnt. Creme brulee. Do you really? Yeah. I don't taste the sugar, I just taste burnt. It's just the, the roastedness. Like a roasty char. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of like, actually. Oh, it's now a good time to tell you, because, you know, on the air as always. Um, <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would find a more subtle way. It would involve, like... A balloon. <laughs> Coming like out an, of a box. Like an it. <laughs> Open a box. Just a yellow balloon, balloon with pops out. full of blood. <laughs> it's not that... Guys, I'm not dying. Let it go. I'm not dying. Thank goodness. <laughs> um... What are the chances I remember what I was going to say now? <laughs> I don't know. Now is a good Seems time a good to tell me to tell something, you something on air. We were talking about char and burnt and... I bought a five-pound bag of beautiful um, infused wood for smoking during the summer. Ooh. What kind of wood? Uh, mesquite, I think. Mm. Like... Yeah, I don't know. It was on like 80% off sale. I think it was last year's <laughs> mesquite. Um, we should make our own bacon. Right? But We should kill a pig. From Stop. reading it. What? How else do you get bacon? How did we get to Nord of the Flies? What the heck is going on? Why can't? We're like, let's kill a pig. I love bacon. Where else do you get bacon from? How okay. are you going to make your own bacon? You can make your own bacon when it's already taken care of. We're not going to. No. No sacrifice. We should get a pig killed. How about that? Like we're gonna knock him off. Who Nettie? do we call for that? I don't know. A butcher. We, you know okay. a guy. I know a guy. We're gonna I'm get ourselves. I'm not gonna say pig. I'm on either side. However, I've only had a conversation with one of you about buying half of a cow and putting it in our freezer. I want to do that. Can we do that? Wait. And that was you. that was me. Wait, that was, I want to do that. That was totally me. <laughs> I talked about this. But you don't have a. Fr- you have a little apartment-sized well, freezer. You can't handle. You can't handle half a cow. I can handle a quarter of a cow. Maybe. Nah. It's going to nah. But when I was checking out at the grocery store, the man said to me, oh, this is brilliant, but I don't use that kind of grill. I always use a gas grill. And I'm like, I have a gas grill, too. That doesn't mean you can't put the briquettes, like the nice oh, yeah, things you get in there rocks, and yeah. get the flavor. And he was like, that's a thing? And I thought, we're almost at grilling season, dude. It's 70, 80% off. I'm buying this. Yeah. So... Also, you should get not a gas grill. I love having a gas grill. I use it all the time in the summer, like five nights a week. Charcoal, I will say, is definitely for the professional griller. Tastes better. So much better. Tastes but so being good. able to run out back and click two Remember buttons. Remember when we did all those shrimp on the grill for that barbecue? They were delicious. We didn't. Your dad did. We enabled my father to <laughs> those shrimp. She called you out. Totally. They were delicious. I will not mess with the delicious. That was a good time. That was a good time. That was a good Don't time. ever look at our YouTube channel, guys. You're going to totally judge if you do. Why are you bringing it up? We should delete that, can we? I think we tried yeah. once, but we the internet's should. 
you know, exist the internet. in perpetuity, so yeah. not going away. Do you guys know who Eric Quillman is? No. You should. He, you know. Enlighten us. He uh, is a mogul in social nomics. He is there a book? There is a book, and I will give it to you. It's called uh, it Social paper or What Happens in online? Vegas Stays on YouTube. Nice. It's, it's, he has a, 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 well, not a theory, it's a reality at this point in our day and age that privacy is dead. Oh, yes. You don't, the, the biggest illusion that we have is that we still have privacy at this point. But there's a way to capital, not capitalize, but maximize, maximize your digital footprint essentially as dashing rogue as an entrepreneur as just yourself and branding yourself and putting that out into the world and uh, making your public life as work today they sent out a save the day like event announcement mm -hmm. and at the last minute from talking to the boss we decided to change the sponsorship opportunities and make them my responsibility which oh. for my job it's very logical. I was totally on board with it. But we didn't talk about it again until I got the save the date in my email that went out to, you know, 2,000 other people that said, sponsorship opportunities, call Shannon Jones. And I walked into our director of public engagement's office and I was like, I don't want to be that girl. But next time, because I know you're going to send it again, because we have like seven or eight weeks between now and the event, so you're going to send it again. Next time you send it, could I be Shannon Maria Jones? And that's not meant to be a weird thing, but if I Google me, I have a brand identity. Like yes. I am who I am. Jones, when I married into it, I knew it was a very common name. So I had to own the fact that if I want to be my own brand and my own self, my own woman, I had to figure out who that is. And I have always hated the name Shannon, but I've loved the name Maria. So if you want me to you know, find something that really jives for me. Shanna Maria Jones is it. I would say in the first two or three years that I was married, I was just trying to figure it out. But in the last five or six years, I've owned it. So I can say it. Today is my 10th anniversary. I've been Shanna Maria Jones for 10 years exactly. Uh, and if I Google me, I'm like, yeah, I'm a person. I'm on IMDB and I'm on the Dashing Rogue site and the Beer Mistress site and all over like social media. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. So I don't want to be that girl, but I could Google Shannon Jones and be 27 pages in. Correct. Or I could be Shannon Maria Jones and, and be shit the first thing that. that comes up. Exactly. So I went into her office and said that. And she was like, I messed up a couple other things too. There were a couple of typos, so I was gonna send it out in like another hour. I could just correct it now. I was like, yes, please. If you wanted to do that, yes, please. Uh, so also she did. maybe edit the first time. Yeah, well, hey, she's 22 and it's her first job out of college. Like there's just little things that are big things that are little things, mm -hmm. yeah. So. One of the rules in the book by Eric Coleman is uh, words. Measure twice, post once. Hmm. That's funny. I like it. Yep. Carpentry. Well, it's one of the first things that I made you do for me, I guess, is well, I had my beer blog, mm -hmm. and I trusted your opinion on all beer things, but before I would post it, once I got a little better and more advanced, I guess, is I'd have you read them over to make sure that they, you know, made sense to 
folks who knew a little more. Well, even just as just having an outsider read your words, I think makes a lot of it can make a big difference because you you know what you're trying to say when you type those words, but just because you type them and know what they mean doesn't mean that somebody else is necessarily going to pick right. up on. That's what we call the Inigo Montoya moment. When you know you look at somebody who has written something and you say, I don't think that means what you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. It happens more often than you think. Awesome. Sad. Still, if you're going to reference Nico Montoya, I'll, I will be on the wrong side of that metaphor just to be kind of a Nico Montoya. Like, yeah. I'm still okay with it. I Andy Patinkin. have heard oh. that As You Wish is actually a great book. And I think I would like to read it, but it's I don't know that I want to buy it. Carrie Elway's biography. I'll split it with you. I'll read it. He is going to be local. It's a night with the Princess Bride. He is what? doing like, it's up, I swear, it's either Hershey or it's, I can't remember where. We'll have to look it up afterwards. Yeah. But Carrie Elwes is going to be local and you can get tickets and go see him He's speak, one of those people that should not have been allowed to age because I had such a crush on him. Like, he hasn't <sighs> aged poorly. Yeah, he's still... He's no, still pretty much, uh, yeah. In my head, he's still, you know, like 26. He's still Wesley. Yes, yes, I understand. Yes. Although Robin Wright has aged spectacularly. She House looks, of Cards? I think, Actually, she I think she's way so more attractive now. That than she needs a hamburger. I just want her to, I want her to gain five pounds. I would be content with five. Oh. I think she's lovely. Yeah, I think she looks, I think she looks so much better. I'm not going to say so much better, but I think she's far more attractive now than she was as Buttercup. I disagree. Do you know that I think she has more style now, and I think she has maybe a little more personality and identity, and I will absolutely acknowledge all those things. However, in terms of perhaps my country girl sensibilities, her as the Princess Bride was, to me, prettier than her sassy... House of Cards self? Yes. Stone Cold Killer. I'm only halfway through this season. Don't ruin it. Well, I haven't seen the new season at all. What? I don't know what happens. She doesn't need a hamburger. That's what happens. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry, Annette. Go on. It's okay. You know who else is Stone Cold? Carol. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the second half of this season either. Oh. I don't want to hear anything about it. All right. I've well, been like... Catch up. Seriously. Since January, hey, baby, my life can is we, just... Can we binge watch like yes. what you haven't watched? Yet? You know what you need to do? There's a snowstorm like six hours. Tomorrow. You yes. just sit yourself down. Nobody's going out tomorrow. I am. <laughs> I got to work. We have an event tomorrow and then an event the next day. And then the Dashing Rogue is blowing up, folks. That makes it sound terrible. What? What? What I mean is, we're so damn busy. It's on like Donkey Kong. It's delightful. I'm very excited. I just wish that there weren't like winter storms in the middle of our spring events. It's very difficult to deal with. Well, it's either that or hurricanes. So what do you want? Hurricanes. They're warmer at least. Yes. Hurricanes, please. Mm -hmm. Also, how does one predict a hurricane? There's between seven and ten inches of wind. Uh, yeah, wind, <laughs> I don't know, roofing tiles flowing at your face, I don't know, whatever, no thanks. So, which was your favorite? You seem very underwhelmed across the board. Yeah, I didn't really, 
when we pick these, we're like, oh, they can't possibly go wrong. And now I feel like we're like, eh. Yeah, I feel like we accidentally saved the... Worst for life. I really... It, I, I can't have expectations when I look at this stuff. And that's one of the biggest things I think that I'm learning is I have fears. Is that you read something on the label and then you go, I don't think I like that. I like a bitter. The bitter is actually not that bad. I like the pale ale, which again, I was expecting, you know, the hop and slam in my face. And you were spending all night waiting for the nice dark. And I was bit. hoping for the dark to be, yes, roasty, malty, because that's what I enjoy about beer. And it's just burnt. I don't know. Ian? I got nothing. I did not. I would say that none of them were terrible. And all of them were equally as mediocre. mediocre. Mm hmm. Um, which like is, I would say, super disappointing because they had three standout breweries, breweries that they collaborated with. And it just kind of got lost. And I don't know, maybe we waited too long. They're, I mean, for the pale ale, maybe, but the other ones should have only. Which is only something because the pale ale was my favorite. Hands down. Yeah, yeah, that one I liked too. And it was, none of them were hoppy by the American standards, but it was the hoppiest, it was, but still the most balanced. And yes. it was the softest, and the mouthfeel was great. And like, yeah. VSB was meh, not my style one way or the other. It was well done, but not, you know, inspiring. And uh, the last one was just disappointing in terms of everything they said about the style, the ABV, the whatever. It tasted okay, but if I ordered it out or if I sampled it out, I wouldn't order a whole one, if that makes sense. So I would have tasted it and then been like, okay, had it. Now Moving let's on. I'll try find something, something else. else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. At a beer festival, it would have been fine. But Oh, we have, you know, all of two minutes left. Could you fill in our listeners to what we did after the beer festival, which was uh, equally as awesome? Yes, we went Roar. to a place called Roar, which uh, maybe it's like the Roaring Twenties. Maybe that's why they call themselves that. That would actually be the most logical <coughs> thing I've thought That just came of. to me right now. Everyone was very uh, suspended and... Like a speakeasy? No. Let me say this, and Ian has inspired me to feel this way in my life. In the last, I suppose, almost four years, more than anything else I've ever encountered. But as we were walking downtown with our tickets, we decided rather than follow, you know, the GPS or the map or anything else. At the time, we were going to follow the roads that were closed down because we truly did believe they were closing down roads for the beer festival. Because of that, we walked the wrong way down the main street, whatever that drag is in Allentown, there's only one of them. Hamilton. Hamilton. You are right. Hamilton, Hamilton Street. But because we did that, we ran into two suspended, well-dressed gentlemen smoking outside of a restaurant that was two doors down from Roar. And had we known where we were going, we would walk straight to the brewery it wouldn't have been an issue. But when we passed Roar, I looked at the men and I looked at the bar and I said, that's our kind of place. And the A plus to their branding because they absolutely were our kind of place. Uh, but when we finished after two hours of, you know, actually making our way through the entire festival, 
I don't know that we would have had the motivation to go wandering around town looking for a place to eat if we hadn't have made a wrong turn and run into Roar. Life's best adventures are Here's to making wrong, wrong turns. turns. <laughs> yes. So, I'm sorry. Go on about Roar. I just wanted to put some context into how we found it. It's okay. Uh, so, it was a lovely spot. We clearly sat at the bar. We met a lovely bartender named Dan. He made us many mixed drinks that were mostly all bourbon-based, which we were not that sad about. That is right up your alley. Woo-woo. Yes. Uh, then we had a, a bunch of different appetizers, all of which were, I would say, pretty good. I even requested the mussels, and that does not happen often. Wow. There were green olives in the mussels, which is totally heaven in my world. Yeah, there was nothing really, nothing bad about it, except my favorite song came on and they skipped it, and I almost wanted to leave right then. Aww. But, can't win them all. Are you going to go on record? What's your favorite song? All right, it's probably not my favorite song, but one of my very favorite songs is called Fishies by the Cat Empire. It's an Australian band that are awesome, and I really want to go see because they're playing in New York and in Boston, but not in Philadelphia. That's your sad face. Yeah, it's about as sad as it gets. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we are officially on record that Jason has uh, purchased the new WordPress WordPress template for dashingrogue.com. Excellent. So the upgrades are coming. Um, I had to shop through a lot of them, and from my layman's eyes, they all look the same. However, the one that we picked, I feel really great about after seeing 119 that all look the same. So um, <laughs> hopefully in the next couple of weeks, you will see our new website, which is only more exciting to me because in the last two weeks, we've been featured on several online establishments, including Drink Philly, which for me was like an achievement unlocked in world. That's pretty darn cool. Um, in the meantime, you can always check us out on facebook.com slash dashing rogue. And uh, on Twitter, I am at beer mistress. I'm at dashing underscore rogue. And always my recipes have started to get a little popular at beermistress.com. So I hope you check it out. Until then, I am Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Annette, your resident Latina. <laughs> I can't wait till the summer when you're so, so tan. I know, because right now I'm a white girl. Let's fill a hot tub, shall we? Yes. See you then.